Welcome to The Real Shit with Brit and Wit. This is Whitney. And this is Brittany. And this is the podcast that's here to make you feel normal in your everyday life. Guess what's back? Back again. <laughs> Two girls, one cup, dot, 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 of questions. Of questions. Not poop. <laughs> Not poop in a cup, guys. Listen, Just questions. We have to throw that out there because we've had some people lately be concerned about our Two Girls, One Cup <laughs> segment. They, they were worried. We didn't know what that meant. So listen, if you don't know what it means, don't Google it. Do not Google it. Just take our word for it. You don't want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're going to dive in. We haven't done a and a for a little while. So we're back at you for a little lighthearted get to know Brit and Wit. I feel like we need like, dun, dun, dun. like music. I was going to say like <laughs> seduction music, but that was weird. A little background music. All right, Brit, you go first. Do you grab a question? All right. Um, oh, here's like a random. Which product do you love to buy the most? Oh, shoot. Um, oh, that's a tough one because I feel like I buy a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is dry shampoo. Okay, definitely. I was going to say shampoo and conditioner, but dry shampoo is definitely even above that. I mean, not that that's like a fun product I buy. I just, oh, okay. I think I do have a favorite, but that's like more of my go-to. Like I, I have to have that product because I don't shower enough. Is your dry shampoo? Yeah. Cause yeah, I for sure. literally need it all the time. Like it sure. saves my life, but the product that like I love to buy or that I like is my favorite probably is Babe Lash. Oh, I still, that's on my list to try. I still haven't tried it. You need to. Anybody out there use Babe Lash? Listen, you guys, stop getting the fake eyelashes and doing the whole thing and gluing them on. Just get some Babe Lash off of Amazon. It's like saved my life. I know. I need to do that. It's literally been on my list since you told me about it, what, like two years ago? Yeah. <laughs> Everything behind my Amazon cart. <laughs> it's okay to be behind on the times. Which has taught me how to color in my eyebrows like a year ago, so... No. We're getting, we're getting up there. We're getting hip. We're on fleek now. But my eyelashes have always been legit from Babe Lash. Okay. I think, I think one of my favorite products is probably like, I like to buy makeup products. <laughs> I love to buy mascara or lip gloss is probably a favorite of mine. If I Ooh. can buy anything like colored chapstick or anything even resembling lip gloss, I'm done. Like I, I love that stuff. I love it. Lip gloss is always so fun. I'm not a lipstick wearer ever. Have you ever seen me in lipstick? It would be awkward if you saw me. No, in I don't think I have. Never. And the thing is, I don't feel like I even wear the lip glosses or anything very often, but I'm just a sucker for it. I'm a sucker and I have to have it. I'm a glossy bitch. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> We're glossy bitches. I love it. Okay. What do you got, girl? Okay. Tell us about an early childhood memory. Um, I don't know. I feel like I have a few that like stick out when I think of my childhood and one is right. So I have siblings, like I have sisters, but they're from my dad being with like multiple people. Uh, right. Like I have like a bunch of half sisters out there in the world. Um, so I didn't like grow up with them in my actual house. Right. It was just my brother and I. And so 
you've got to entertain yourself. And like when we were kids, it wasn't just like you sat on technology all day. Right. Right. Like you had to actually play toys. Yeah. One of my like fondest memories is I would always be so content. I had like every Barbie thing you could imagine. And I would set up my entire, every room would be like a different Barbie situation. Right. And like one room would be the grocery store. And then one room would be like the big, I had like the Barbie dream house and, and not like these crap Barbie dream houses. Like anybody that's in their thirties, like, you know what I'm talking about. The real Barbie dream house, the real Barbie dream house, like the three piece thing that you could like pull apart and put back together. Anywho, I would just play all day, all day, just make believe Barbie, like, like it was real life. Like they would get up and like Barbie would make breakfast like I always lived in a weird, like old, old fashioned situation where like Barbie's taking care of Ken. It's like, look at my wife. That's <laughs> literally like, like Britt's real life. <laughs> Britt takes care of Mark. I've got some sort of weird childhood issues with my Barbies. Um, but yeah, like, and then the kids would go to school and like Barbie would go to the grocery store. Like, oh man, just all day. Those were great memories for me in my oh house. My gosh. Just chilling by myself, like doing my thing. So one of my best friends growing up had like all the Barbie stuff as well. They had an entire room that was just like dedicated to Barbie stuff. And I loved that. I thought it was so fun. But our Barbies were like, oh, let's jump in the Corvette and we're going shopping. And where's Ken? And <laughs> Same thing. You're still cruising looking for guys, right? <laughs> exactly. Our Barbie was young. She was, you know, early 20s, just looking, looking for a guy. If there was Tinder, she would have been on it. (laughs) She wasn't ready to settle down yet. Oh my gosh. Do they have a Bumble Barbie? I'm surprised they don't. Oh my gosh. I think they should make a Tinder Barbie, Bumble Barbie. Oh my gosh. What were the all of those? Tinder Teresa. Tinder Teresa. (laughs) Bumble Barbie. What's what's a what's a dating profile app for or a dating app for with an S? Is there anything with S for Skipper? Skipper? Oh my god. Skipper Barbie the Barbie and Skipper. What's a dating app that has an S? I don't even know them. I don't know, but what about Mm. Farmers Only? I want to see that Barbie. (laughs) (laughs) Farmers Only Courtney. I don't even remember that. (laughs) Overalls on. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love it. No, Barbies. That was the that was the thing when we were kids. Oh it was. It was so big. Another fond memory, uh, wait, so you were saying you have Barbies. That's your, is that your fond memory of? Oh, I was just, I was just saying that that was, that was one of my best friends just had Barbies and we used to always play with them that, yeah, you got to play with Barbies. Those were the good old days though. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I remember she would get sick of playing with Barbies because they were hers and they were at her house and she could play with them whenever. I'm like, no, I came here because I wanted to play Barbies. You're like, bitch, please. You don't even know how good you have it. Right. Oh my gosh. I went like extreme. Like the, like I would fill up my sink in my bathroom and that would be the beach and that would be like the ocean. They would be going swimming. Oh yeah. But we had like really nice stuff when we were kids. I feel like nowadays everything's just cheap crap. It's just cheap. Everyone throws it away and buys new. My kids have, my girls have this Barbie townhome thing. It's just a lousy piece of garbage. It really is. (laughs) You should write them a letter. They don't even know. I need to jump on eBay and find some old school shit, really. <laughs> anyway, we always get on our tangents. I what know. About you? Well, okay, so yeah. I think one of my earliest childhood memories, I remember when my parents brought my brother and sister home from the hospital. So my younger brother and sister are twins, 
And I remember, I think I even vaguely remember them dropping us off at my grandma and grandpa Quinn's house and then going to the hospital. And then I do remember them bringing the twins home. And I remember the couch we had, you know, is that like ugly couch that everyone had in the eighties with like the wagon wheels on it and the flowers like so ugly. Yes. Yeah. But I remember that. And I remember just like thinking my new little baby brother was mine. And then my little baby sister was my older sister. So we each got our own baby and I was so excited, but I was like two and a half, I think when they came home. So you remember that? I do. I do remember that. I have no memories. Like probably before the fourth grade, except for kindergarten. I remember my kindergarten boyfriend, Michael Bendorf. (laughs) If you're out there listening to this podcast, I'd be surprised, but I remember you. And I have this. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I have this like one memory of kindergarten. That's it. Of like, I like loved him so much and I had such a big crush on him. And do you remember we had these things? I don't know. My kindergarten class had them, but it was like, imagine if you took cool whip containers and cut, like you like flipped them upside down. Right. And then you had like strings coming out of each side. Like if you poked holes in the container and then okay. tied them, right. And then you like put your feet in them and you like walked on the yes. cool whip containers. Was that a thing or like, did I just grow up in a weird place? No, I think that was a thing. I think that was like a game or something. Cause I remember something very similar to that. Yes. Okay. Like, so I remember being in kindergarten and walking past him, like showing off on those. <laughs> it was like a weird memory. I like loved him. And then after oh. that, I don't remember. I mean, it's like maybe fourth grade. I start having memories I, like two and a half. You're like, a, that's like, a, you're like a genius or something. No, I think it was just that it was, um, like a big event, like a big life event. Yeah. And so I don't know. I just, I just remember, and I don't remember the whole day. I just remember them being brought out of the car and coming home and then putting the carriers on the couch and then like really wanting to hold them. And that's pretty much, that's it. Oh, I love that. I'm intrigued by that. Yeah. I was the youngest. So I don't like, I didn't have any of those situations. I feel like where anybody yeah. came home. I came home and my brother just wanted to murder me. <laughs> He's like, I already don't like you. No, we really are. We're like four years apart. And my mom would always tell stories about how he, she would always catch him trying to like put a pillow over my head and stuff. It got touch and go there apparently, but I'm still here. So I didn't want to. Oh, that would be so rough as a parent. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Okay. Oh, I also have really like fond memories of camping growing up. We had a really cool campground and anyway, they're just good memories. My, it's funny. Cause like my, my mom, she would always, you know, she would always kind of say things like, Oh, I just feel like you guys had a rough childhood. And I feel like I just didn't do anything right with you guys. And you know, this and that. And, it, and it's funny being a parent. Cause you really do have that mom guilt. Yeah. But as an adult, I look back and I'm like, no way. I had a great childhood. Like we went camping. I had my Barbies. That's all I needed. All my gushers you could ask for. Just all the gushers in the cabinet. Yeah. She was home when I got home from school. And so we just eat like all the packs of gushers. It was a great childhood. Well, and I feel like that too. I feel like uh, mom guilt is for sure a real thing, you know? And I feel like, I mean, we were not rich growing up at all, 
but I feel like we had everything that we needed for sure. And almost everything we wanted, you know, we were well taken care of. So, yeah, I love that. Okay. I got a new question. Oh, wow. This is a weird, deep one. And it says, how do you think that you will die? Oh, we're getting, we're getting creepy here. We're getting intense. Probably in some kind of weird sexual accident. Oh my God. <laughs> You're getting one of those devices I talked about in our live sex episode. Uh, one of those, one of those crazy ones that, you know, <laughs> go back and listen to that. I don't know who heard that, but my gosh. Uh, I have what, no what idea. Are you, what are you and Brad doing over there with that? Lots of kinky stuff could easily die from that listen if that's how you die like i'm not even joking at your funeral because i better be speaking there um i'll have like the podcast equipment on the <laughs> little pulpit thing i'll have my i'll have my pop filter over the microphone perfect um but i will be i will not be able to not laugh if that's your death i'm sorry <laughs> whitney and brad were why did she choose that position i'll just <laughs> <laughs> this is sick. How do we even get here? Oh, gosh, no, I'll probably buy, die like a super boring death of like she got dementia and lived in a home for five years and finally just like kicked the bucket. <laughs> Stop. I know how I'm going to die. It's probably going to be next year from a heart attack from all my kids. Ooh. That's not even happen. That's high up there. Like, no, like, all joking aside, there are days sometimes where I legitimately feel like. I could have a stroke and die because like one of my children are stressing me out. So bad. <laughs> I just need to disappear for three days and then I'll be fine. <laughs> like sometimes with my son, I like slap my face. I'm like, is mommy's face still moving? Look, tell me, is mommy's face still moving? Do I have movement in my face? Cause I actually feel like, did I just have a stroke? Like I can feel it coming. Oh, I don't know. I hope terrible. that I die. I hope I die like in my sleep or something when I'm old because I actually have a fear of death. Is that do is you? That, I do. And do you worry or? Well, I believe in God and I believe in heaven. And I believe in all of that. But yeah, like I sometimes I actually go into weird panics when About I about dying or yeah, yeah. I'm. So it's not like what comes next. It's just. Like, what is the fear of, of dying? Like, you're just not ready to die or leaving your kids behind? Or what's, what's the fear? Okay, so I fear death, like, anytime soon. Because, yeah, with our blended family, like, all of my kids would be in, like, a million different directions. And that, like, terrifies me. Like, I legitimately sometimes pray. And I'm just like, please keep me here, like, until my kids are older, at least. Like, I know. I'm a freak. Please, and, until all of them are grown. No, yeah. I hear that. Right. That's weird. But like, you know, that's what we do here is just tell our weird, honest stuff. And my other thing is I feel like I've, um, I'm, I'm very like afraid to die of cancer, to be honest, because I've seen a few people go that way yeah. in my personal life. And, um, it has honestly just like messed with me, you know? Yeah. Cancer is rough. I yeah. no, I hear you there. That is where I, I also would like to put on record. I don't want to go with cancer. Like I don't want that to be the reason, but Ugh. more likely than not, that's 
It's very high on the probability list of ways oh to go. We can't. I need to go have a drink now because I can't <laughs> talk about this. No, like, and I here's the thing. I want to be cremated, and that's something pe- a lot of people don't know about me. I do too. What? Yeah. Oh, I didn't is, ever like really give it much thought, I guess, because growing up it was always like, I think cremation was kind of frowned upon. And so yeah, I in never the Mormon really, culture. Yeah. Yep. For sure. It was, I think there's, especially in a lot of religions, it's kind of taboo. Uh, but I, so I never grew like, I didn't know anyone that was really cremated growing up. And then I've had um, one of my best friends that died and was cremated. And then um, my husband's brother died. And um, just due to like mostly cost of funeral that we ended up, you know, he ended up being cremated. And I, it saved the family so much money. And we still had, you know, a funeral for him. And it, like, it just makes so yeah. much more sense to me. And after that, I was like, do not, do not spend thousands of dollars burying me like just cremate me I'm totally fine put me on the mantle or whatever you want to do like I don't care just cremate me I'm laughing because your reasons are like so practical like oh don't spend all this money you guys (laughs) do you want to know my reason for wanting to be cremated Whitney yes because I don't want to come back alive in the grave (laughs) this is no joke when I was a child, you want to talk about fond memories? When I was a child, my mother was obsessed with Days of Our Lives. Days of Our Lives. And when I was young, oh, I would watch Days of Our too. Lives all the time with my mom. And there was a character named Vivian. And they buried her. And she was in her coffin in the show, like in there panicking. And she was in her coffin forever, like buried alive. And nobody ever found her. And I have severe, like weird child psychological scarred issues from that. And that is my reasoning for always wanting to be cremated. Now, logically, I understand you cannot come back alive in the grave, but sorry, how does anyone know that? They don't because anyone that did come back alive in the grave, no one knew because they were that many feet under the ground screaming and scratching and no one knew. So sorry, like I need to be cremated. So back in the day, that I believe is where the term graveyard shift came. Um, There were people that actually worked in the graveyard at night and they would tie, I think a bell, like there was a bell outside and there was a string that went down into the coffin. So if someone did wake up or whatever, you know, came out of their coma or whatever and rang the bell, those people were there to like dig them up. No. Yes. It was like back in like, this is, this is like back in the day, but it was like fairly common for people to, you know, when they were in comas for them, they didn't have the medical technology we have now to know if someone was truly dead or not. So they were burying people alive a lot. Oh my gosh. Can you even imagine that no. job? It's like, ding, ding, ding. like, oh, let me go get the shovel. Like, hold on one sec. We'll have you out in a few hours. Oh my gosh. I would be, that person would die in their coffin because I would just run. I'd be running. Like there's no I know. Way. Wouldn't that just freak you out more that a bell just starts ringing? Like, uh, you hear the bell. See ya. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You're on your own. You're on your own. <laughs> no, it's, it's a thing. And, and like, I've always been made fun of for it and that's okay. Here's the deal. Like I get it because what's the stuff that you inject into the body? Yeah, you're like embalmed and all this stuff. Like Sure. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, in this day and age, it's just not going to happen. But can you just do me a favor, and and just in case someone decides my loved ones not to cremate me if I die before you, 
can you put a bell in there just for the hell? Just do Absolutely. That. I will really push for them to cremate you. But if that's not their wishes, I'll make sure you have a bell. So Can everyone can hear. Sure you have a bell. <laughs> uh, like, you're going to come back as a ghost and just ring the bell every once in a while. <laughs> or just like my cell phone for a while. <laughs> my iPhone so I can FaceTime you. Just, just call us if you wake up. <laughs> I'll FaceTime you. <laughs> stop I'm such an asshole okay anyway so yeah that's my death stories oh my gosh I love it that's so funny okay what do you got okay would you ever want to be famous and if so what would you want to be famous for Ooh, our podcast dun 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 yes right I want to be on Ellen and talk to Ellen about nope Jimmy Fallon sorry Ellen I'll take Ellen too. Listen, if that I'll take them all, really. But like, yeah, I want to talk about I no Ellen. Let's be honest. Most of her audience is women. And that's what we do. We help mostly women feel normal in their crazy everyday life. So I would love to be famous for our podcast. And so anyway, if anyone's listening and has like connections to that, get us on Ellen, please. That would be great. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sure. What about you? What do you think? No, just the same thing. Definitely for our podcast. I don't even know if famous is the the right word for it, but yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's like, what I would want to be known for. Not famous like, oh, I'm better than everyone famous, but more like I would love to reach and just help and be more, you know what I mean? Yes. Connected for sure. Yeah. Connected. Having a community. Definitely. Listen, either that or like, uh, you know, a supermodel. I mean, why not? What? We're going to throw it out there. I mean, either the podcast or a Victoria's Secret model. I mean, either way. Just kidding. I would never want to be a Victoria's Secret model. Do you want me to tell you why? Yes. I have too many issues with my past and things I've been through. And I would never want other women's husbands looking at me and making their wives feel bad. There. There you go. You said it. It's out there. So I'll scratch that off my list. (laughs) So I don't even need that on the list anymore. <laughs> Actually, okay. Ideal situation. I, if I could be famous for one thing, it would be being a really funny comedian. Ooh. I don't think I'm like super funny. I'm just saying that's what I would wish if I was famous because I love comedians. I know. I kind of wish that I could be famous for like singing. That will never happen. <laughs> ever ever in a million years but like if you if we were asking for like wishes and superpowers stuff like that it would probably be for singing or some really weird talent like something super odd like off the wall yeah ooh be on like agt yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> get my 5 minutes of fame here's one what is your favorite item of clothing hmm after this week, probably a bra. <laughs> Tell your bra story. Uh, no, you guys, I just went to the gym and I had like a super great workout. I was really sweaty. So I thought, okay, I'm going to shower while I'm at the gym because I don't have time to go home. I have to go to parent-teacher conferences. So I shower at the gym. I'm like out of the shower, drying off, getting dressed and realized that I didn't pack a bra. So I can't wear my sports bra because it's too sweaty. It's like grossly sweaty and the shirt I brought is like super thin 
and I have to be to parent teacher <laughs> conferences. Oh, <laughs> so, so luckily, luckily I had a jacket because it's February and it's cold. So I had a jacket. So I wore a jacket all day. Oh my gosh. It worked. Can you imagine showing up to parent teacher conferences with your toddies? Nipples out. <laughs> Nips to the wind. It's like, I'm so glad Izzy is doing well at school. And the teachers are like, both of her female teachers are like, okay, put those things away. (laughs) Isabel, I didn't know your mother moonlighted as a stripper. That's nice. It was obviously really cold in the room where parent teacher conferences was being held. (laughs) No, really. Do you ever see like the teenagers? Okay. I have an actual story. Like I went into Ulta beauty just a few weeks ago to get some more of my, uh, bare minerals makeup. And the cashier girl, she, you know, she was definitely young, probably like 18, 19. She had on a shirt. It was black because I can't see them allowing any other color there, but it was black, but it was very obvious. She did not have a bra on. Like it was just like, you know, nice little perky nips going on there. Nice little perky 19 year old tits. Exactly. (laughs) And no, but like, I found myself not being able to not stare and I'm not not in like a lesbian way, but just like, it was more just like, oh my gosh. Like I would just feel so exposed. Like I couldn't do it. And if you are like a free spirited, no bra girl, rocket girl, like that's way more comfortable. But out in the world, I like, oh my gosh, I don't know. Is it my age? Like, what is it? I don't know. I don't know. Cause so I bought a bra like a year ago and it's unlined, which is the first bra I've ever bought online because for one, I have very small boobs. So I always buy, like I always brought buy bras with padding, Yeah, you know, just for the extra, like, look, I do actually have boobs. Um, and so it was the first (laughs) bra I've ever bought without padding and I love it. Like I feel so sexy in that bra and yet because it's online when it's cold out, you're definitely going to see it like the outline of a nipple. Yeah. So like, I have to be careful what I'm wearing that bra in, like what shirts I choose to wear it in, but I do love it, but I'm still wearing a bra. So it's, eh, I don't know. I don't know. No, I, uh, they're way more comfortable when it doesn't have like all the crap in it, but here's the problem with like, listen, I do have boobs. We've talked about this. But hello, like I've nursed a few babies. Those nips aren't straight across. So if I'm like braless, like you're having a dot here and a dot there and like a dot <laughs> dot everywhere. Oh my gosh. Every time I put my sports bra on before the gym, I'm always asking Brad, like, uh, are my nipples in line? Like, <laughs> do they line up? Do I need to move one? Like what's going on? <laughs> like hashtag mom and age problems. I know you're like maneuvering your boobs in your bra cup of just like, Oh, come on. You got to come up a little bit. Okay. Yeah, right. All right, girls. Those. Come on. You're on, you're on. Yeah. Let's look up. Get even. And when I see girls with really even like nips across, I'm just like, Oh yeah, I'm so sure. It must be nice. Oh yeah. Those are definitely not real. <laughs> <laughs> but mine aren't real. I just never had a lift. Right. To like even up those those situations. I love it. Do they even stay that way? Or is this just like a natural aging process? I don't know. The things we go through. Women. I'd like to be famous for perfectly even nipples. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) AKA being famous as a porn star. Just kidding. Like where else? Get them out. Let us, let us be the judge of that, Brett. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I think my favorite piece of clothing is probably, oh man, 
It's a toss-up between yoga pants and sweatpants. Ooh, both are good. Yoga pants by day, sweatpants by night. <laughs> Let's be honest. You're a chameleon. Uh, it, I don't know. It's just like I'm all about comfort. I'm in this weird stage of life where like when I do get dressed, it, it's like people are like, who are you? Who is that? You know? Who's this person? Okay. So here's a conversation I had with two guys at work this week, actually. Okay. They asked me about yoga pants. I guess one of their sons came home and he was complaining about how it just seems like all the girls only wear yoga pants now, like to work or anywhere. Like that's all women wear, right? And so they were debating whether women wear yoga pants for comfort or to be looked at, like to show off their figure. And I was very much like, for one, I feel like this was a conversation like 10 years ago. (laughs) when yoga pants started to become like a really big thing and everyone started wearing them out of the house and out of the gym. But like, so I haven't not heard anyone bring this up in a really long time, but I'm like, of course it's for comfort. Like we're running around. Like maybe there's a few women out there that are like, Oh, they're definitely, I want to show everything off. But for, I'm like, for most women, it's like, I don't have to wear jeans or try to put together anything. Like I'm just throwing on yoga pants. They're comfortable. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. I think there's a few different situations, right? Like you have those people that definitely, I think, want to show off their figure, right? But then you have the situations where it's like, oh, like some of my yoga pants will suck in a few parts down there that, you know, make, make that legitimately there are yoga pants that make your bottom and legs look better than what they actually are naked, right? So there's reasoning there. And then, yeah, like you said, it's more just of a comfort factor of like, I don't want to get dressed to run up to the grocery store. I don't want to get dressed to just run over and do whatever. Like yoga pants and a hoodie. Boom. Done. 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 Done, bitch. Because jeans are uncomfortable. They are. They are. are. You can do so many more like splits in your yoga pants, (laughs) cartwheels down the aisles of the grocery store. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that funny how it became a thing? Like all the fads that go on like throughout the years. I don't know all the different things. It, you almost forget what was going on years ago. You do until you look back at pictures and you're like, Ooh, Ooh like here's one. Bad one. do you remember capris? Oh, capris were so big. Oh my so gosh. Big. Like the cargo type of capri pant things. Oh yeah. You almost look back and you're like, what, what was this? What was what this? Happened? Face? I know. There, there are some ugly things. And at the time we were like, oh, I'm looking good. And now I look back, I'm like, oh, yeah, did I make this choice? Well, and it's funny too, because you have to think like in another, what, 10 years or whatever it is, we're going to look back and be like, why did we wear those tight, stretchy pants? Like that was so weird. What were we doing? Why was everyone wearing yoga pants out? This is ugly. No, <laughs> I know it's true. The way that the fashion moves is crazy. But my oldest daughter always looks at me because when I do wear jeans, you know, the styles like the ripped whole jeans and whatever. And she's always like, I don't get that. It's so weird. Why is that a style? (laughs) Oh no. Is that going out of style? Well, I just don't think she just has a different style. So maybe it's just her. I don't know. (sighs) Okay. What else do we got? Okay. I've got one for you. What would you do if you found $50 on the ground? 
Well, that depends. Is it like, did someone drop it and maybe I know whose it is? Or is this just like, I randomly found it and there's no way I could give it back to the person? Randomly found it. It blew across your path. Okay. Um, Cause yeah, I would never just like swipe someone's 50. <laughs> no, you're better than me. Just depending <laughs> on who it is. <laughs> Do I like this person or not? Um, so many questions. Like, like, you know, I work in a restaurant and so let's say I waited on someone and they didn't tip me at all when I deserved it. And then I went out in the parking lot and they like dropped a 50 or, or they had a 50 under the table, but they were like long gone. I'd probably be like, bitch, yeah, I deserve that and keep it. But you know, yeah, I would never just swipe someone's money. Ah, that's tricky because are you asking me like, Okay. I'm not asking you the moral question of like, would you try to return the money? Like, what would you do with 50 free dollars? Okay. Yeah. Because there's like the pageant answers where it's like, I would give it to charity because I found it and it wasn't mine. And so I could give you that way, Jose. Or I could give you the real shit. Like I'd probably go to Target. Absolutely. And what would, okay. If you had to spend the money on yourself, because I feel, I already feel this coming on. I'm going to Target and I'm going to buy those pair of pants my kids need or whatever. No. What would you buy for yourself? No. Yeah. Or I'd actually, I'd probably put it towards like a massage. Ooh, that sounds I mean, I need one of those. And like some people might judge me for that because I feel like there are people out there that would like probably go give it to charity or give it to the panhandler on the road, like pass on the wealth. And maybe there are situations where I would do that, but it depends on the day. Really, it does. It depends on the day. Like if I saw a struggling mother on the side of the road, you know, and that wasn't my $50 and I drove by and does everyone listening have panhandlers around them? I'm sure it's got, it's got to be a big thing for everyone. Like, you know, and I really felt like that person might need help or, you know, maybe there was someone at the grocery store in front of me that couldn't pay for her groceries. Like, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, on some days I'd probably just be buying myself some stuff. What about you? Oh, I'd probably be buying myself some stuff. (laughs) If I had to spend on myself and not like the kids or whatever, I would either use it to go out on like a date night to dinner somewhere or maybe on like a new shirt. I don't know. I don't know. That's tricky. I always feel like it's tricky when it comes to buying stuff for myself. I'm always like, oh, if I had to spend $50 on my kids, I know like... I could go out and spend it so easy. But for me to Aww. think about spending on myself is like weird. I know. Cause we're like, so used to always buying for everybody else. You know, I totally get that. All right. Um, let's, let's do one more. What do you think? Yeah. Give us the last question here. Okay, hold on. I have one that's just like super quick while you're, while you're grabbing one. Okay. Okay. Do you like your cereal crunchy or soggy? Oh, crunchy. Oh Yeah. Who eats it soggy? Psychos <laughs> out there are eating their cereal soggy besides like three-year-old children. Because they let it sit on the table so long. Exactly. That's what Then they come does. back. Do you ever have they them come it. back? Yeah. And then as a mom, it. you question as a mom, you're like, uh, is that milk still good? Is this still like, okay? Nah. All right. I'm like, uh, you know what? If she's eating it, it's fine. You eat it, girl. No, I eat Probably my not cereal. Curdled. I have to eat my cereal by the handful because I do not want it going soggy. So I like pour my milk and then I grab a handful and I eat that. And then I grab another handful and I eat that till I'm full. Oh my gosh. I love that. Yeah. It's, there's no getting soggy over here. Please let us know if you eat soggy cereal and why. I would love to know that. Yeah. Please let us know if you're a cereal killer or not. 
<laughs> Wait, okay. Along with that, what is your favorite cereal? Ooh, that's a good question. I go through phases where I am like obsessed with cereal and I will like love Fruit Loops or Fruity Pebbles. I love Fruity Pebbles. That's a good one. I don't know. Chex Mix, like not Chex Mix, but Chex cereal with just like a little bit of sugar sprinkled on top. Mm. That sounds so good. I like that. See, Fruity Pebbles and like... Fruit Loops and all those like sugar cereals, right? That my kids love. They it always sound so good going in. And then it always just like, for some reason, those things kind of just leave me like, ugh, you know, but like cocoa pebbles I can do, but it all goes hand in hand because I'm a chocolate girl. I'm not like a candy girl. Yeah. Not the fruity. You want the chocolate. Cocoa puffs, cocoa pebbles, get my milk a little chocolatey at the end. I'm happy. I love it. No, I, I love most cereals. I love most cereals, but I never eat cereal. It is so rare if I have cereal. Oh my gosh. I love cereal, but I eat cereal more at night. It's like my nighttime snack. Same. Do you know what my all time favorite cereal is? This is so weird. Like, I guess if you ask me what's like not a non sugary cereal is the honey bunches of oats with almonds. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. And What's that like fruit and yogurt um, special K? Special K? Yeah. I like that one. I don't think I eat that one because I don't like yogurt, but but I do love, oh, I pretty much love anything with the honey and nuts on it. So sucker for all of that. Sucker for the nuts. Sucker for the nuts. No, I got to have my nuts. (laughs) (laughs) We always podcast way too late and we get off topic. And weird and sexual. Um, okay, last one. Let's do a would you rather. Okay, let's see. Would you rather go without internet for a month or go without showering for a month? Mm. Easy. I always go without showering for a month. Yeah, I would definitely <laughs> go without showering. One month is a long time to go without showering. That's a long yeah, ass time. Listen, if you have baby wipes, dry shampoo, and deodorant, you're fine. It's true. You can give yourself a little power buff. <laughs> but like the internet. But the internet being gone, like what are we going to do? My gosh, like what if you had to drive somewhere and you didn't know where the directions were? Oh my gosh, I would actually have to get out a map. Actually, here in, Utah, here in Utah, it should be somewhat easy, but I would still be lost. I would be totally lost. <laughs> I can't do it. It's like embarrassing some weeks when I'm like, hmm, when is the last time I showered? And don't get me wrong, you guys, like I'm not smelly. I don't have like weird smell issues. <laughs> She's At least wipes well. out. It's fine. It's fine. Well, you can never smell yourself is what they say. No, but sometimes I'll legit say to Mark like, oh my gosh, babe, this week's been so nuts. Like I don't even, th- I think it's been like four days since I've taken a shower and I'll legit ask him like, do I smell? Can you smell me? And he's like, no, I actually can't smell you. And so that's good. But yeah, I don't think we could go without internet. Yeah, I would have to agree. I don't know. I'm trying to like picture the world back when there was no internet <laughs> since we both grew up in that world. <laughs> I mean, I know there's things to do. I could sit and read and do some stuff, probably do like, I pr- probably get a lot more done if I did not have the internet. See, but I don't even think of like the social media aspect of the internet. I'm more thinking like, oh my gosh, how would I even know what to cook for dinner? Cause I rely on like Pinterest or how would I get somewhere? Cause I literally have to just map 
MapQuest or Google, Google Maps, everything. Oh yeah. And things like that. Or like, you know, I always just have to Google things. Oh like, yeah. Same. I had a lump and I didn't know how to Google it <laughs> somewhere. You, you know what I'm saying? Like it'd be one whole month of worrying. What if I had a misshaped mole and I couldn't Google it? Like I just, uh, you know, so I'd rather probably just smell and be super hairy. I'm probably I'm, I'm like torn right now. I'm torn. <laughs> I would have a really hard time going one whole month without, without showering. Oh, you'd feel like a greasy rat. I've never gone that long. Just, okay. Disclaimer. That was obviously a joke. I've never gone that long. That's disgusting. <laughs> Gosh, people. I know. I, well, see, the thing is, even for me, like without the internet, not even being the social media aspect, but it is like every day on my drive into work, I look up what the traffic is so yeah. I can take the route that's going to get me there the quickest or, you know, like Googling whatever for, oh, you know, my three-year-old has a fever and this, like, you know, it is, it's like a big, yeah. it's a big thing. I mm. love it. I don't know. I'm torn. It's probably the shower, but maybe I'd attempt to live without the internet for a month. <laughs> I love the things we talk about. Oh my gosh. First world problems. First for real. It's sad that I'm torn between the internet and showering. That's probably. What's really sad is there's countries that are, would just be like, F you guys. Like we don't have showers or the internet. <laughs> you pieces of shit. Well, then they're not listening to us. <laughs> That's true. You don't know we're saying this. Oh, wit. It's always a good time. Q and A's. I love it. I hope everybody loves these episodes, getting to know us more on a really weird level. Really weird level. It's super fun. Now you know how Whitney's going to die in some weird sexual act. You know what kind of cereal we'll be eating tonight. What else? (laughs) I'm literally like, I, it's so late. I can't even think of what we even just talked about. (laughs) You know that if you're walking through the graveyard and you hear a bell, it's just Brit under there. It's Brit. That's Brit's grave, you guys. We're just going to put up a bell now, no matter what. When Brit dies, there's going to be a bell somewhere in the graveyard. <laughs> You'll hear about it on the news. All right, you guys, go find your favorite cereal, listen to our podcast, and uh, keep it real until next time. <laughs>